You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your host, Daniel Wagner, battles the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. We're going to talk about the hashtag walk away, hashtag me too, and more hashtags than you can shake a stick at. Um, all this and more tonight on the Unframe of Mind show, and of course, stick around for the mystery link of the week. Um, everything okay over there yeah sorry sorry <laughs> I need to mute you for just a minute and let you get all situated go ahead i apologize anyway, welcome to the unfair mind show where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom uh, it's 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 the place where people come to lose their facebook friends or as i like to call it you know <laughs> bullets um i'm your host daniel yes. Wagner, and today i have three fine guests on with me today um you might recognize a couple of them from previous episodes and one might look familiar only insofar as that they're related to each other. So we get there. Anyway, so um, I'd like to welcome the host of the Disgruntled Millennial Show and professional exploder of liberal heads, Brett Siegel. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. All right. Hello. Um, I'd also like to introduce singer, songwriter, and Brett's mom, Ellen Buxtel. Buxtel. He told Hello. me, and I Hi. still screwed Hello. it up. <laughs> All right, and uh, last but certainly not least, um, our oddly politically and mentally out of place friend from Twitter, Vanessa. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> hi. Hello, hi. greetings. Did, did, did mm -hmm. I give away all your secrets? You did. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's on Twitter. We try to save that for about <laughs> minutes in, but you know, I just felt like putting it all out front so we can be friends. Yeah, with might as well. <laughs> All right. So, um, for anybody who, ha who has not seen this before and doesn't doesn't uh, know what we do here, um, I actually like to start with a, a lightning round at the beginning of the show. I know a lot of shows like to wait till the end of the show to do this, but I like to do it as a little icebreaker in the beginning, kind of get everybody talking a little bit. So, I'm going to go with question number one. You can answer this in any kind of order you want to. So, just scream it out, yell it out, you know, pinch your throat, and I don't care, whatever you want to do. At any rate, so um, number one, I'll just. Go like this. Spirit yeah, do, fingers. do that. That's spirit fingers. I like that. All right. So uh, first question is, what is your favorite hashtag today? If you have. Oh. Right. My favorite hashtag today is walk away 110% because it's the only hashtag campaign ever that is worth a damn at all. All right. Ever. All right. ever. I like it. I like it. I've been <laughs> pretty interested in the... Uh, Hashtag Q and on a little bit, as well as the hashtag walk away. Anybody else have a favorite hashtag? Q and on. I'm with Q and on. Oh, you can't go wrong. It's just juicy stuff. <laughs> People need to, need to know about that too. Um, and also the hashtag walk away. Well, so sounds like we're all in agreement because this is just so happens that might be what we're talking about today. I, I see. I've seen another spirit fingers go up. Um, I'm in the midst of uh, a situation that makes me feel like walking away right now. So that would be mine as well. Well, we'll definitely get to that certainly tonight. So it's question number two. If someone you were interested in sexually approached you with a contract for consensual sex, what would you do? <laughs> That's what I would do. Literally, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I say, I say, here's my, here's my, here's my consent form. Okay. Yeah, right. There's, you know, this has actually been a legit kind of thing been going on lately. Is, is people really contracts that you can sign? Yeah, so they can avoid people from uh, accusing them of rape or something. Right, and then they got they got apps you can do and everything. Like it's it's quite shows mutual consent. That's organized. Sorry, not a bad idea actually in this in this environment these days with people, you know, slinging, uh, yeah. slinging uh, accusations. Exactly, I agree with you one hundred percent, Mom. If I were the guy in the situation, I'd be the one, one showing Ask. up with the consent form. I'd be like, right. okay, what do we got going on here? What is it that we have agreed to do? I want right. to make sure there's complete, uh, you know, Complicity. everything's on the up and up. Make sure that you know what's going on here. Right. Stuff. It, yeah, that's the funny. Uh -huh. They think that the girl showing up with the consent form, that that's what's going to stop the injustices from happening. But honestly, it's the guys being accused of rape unnecessarily. So I would yeah. say that the guy should, I mean, why I wouldn't? Yeah, well, look, 
Gonzaga, yeah, I, I'm going to go with my first reaction. I would laugh right in their face. Like, okay, this is You're on your own. Good luck with that. Like, have fun. Right. Like, uh, you know, I'd be like, I'd stick out my hand. I'd be like, you know, like, let's shake on it. And doing like the blood secret, brother handshake. Secret handshake. Yeah. I'd do oh, a real, I, I'd hop like, a real loogie too. I'd be like, <laughs> like, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so, so check this out. If, um, if you're interested, I've actually created my own sex contract as well. Um, can we bring that up for just a second, please? Um, Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. Keep in, keep in mind that I'm a bit of a smart ass. So if, if anybody is interested uh -huh. in this particular sex contract, it's, um, uh, just, just have a look at it. So, um, yeah, basically I've got, I've got the link in the description for anybody who wants to use it. <laughs> I love that. Basically, yeah. That's great. <laughs> got a few things on there. Um, my favorite part, I would say, if, if we scroll down to the bottom, is that you have to get these signatures from all of these different people in order to validate the contract, uh, such as... Um, like a notary? Yeah, you have to get party one and party two, of course. You have to get the parents. You have to get a Muslim imam. Uh, <laughs> sign it. Um, you have to get one cast member of Friends to sign it. Have you um, used this yet? Like that Catholic priest there. <laughs> I, haven't had, I, haven't like, it, I haven't had to use it because I'm married, so, but I just wanted to, I, I think about others, you know, I really care and I want others to have the opportunity to protect themselves, you know, from any kind I, of... I think it would be I, very prudent of people in some instances, actually. I'd be like, damn, damn, baby, you made me do all this stuff and you ain't even put fellatio? <laughs> <laughs> that should be in the contract, though. <laughs> I, it might be. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Anyway, let's move, on. let's move on to question number three. So a fling from 20 years ago calls you up and says they're pressing charges for sexual harassment. What is your <laughs> next move? And, and this is not outside of the ordinary. This is this is stuff that's been happening lately. Hang up. Just, just hang, hang up. up. <laughs> I guess I did say calls you, huh? Like, well, we're half man, you half man. Number. Well, here today we're half man, half woman. So I would say... Where have you been all my life? <laughs> like, literally, my practically my whole like adult life. Where have you been? Like, I don't remember. I'm sitting here thinking 20 years ago. I was like 14. I'm like, good luck, lady. I was underage. <laughs> or guy. I don't judge. It could have been a guy. I'd be, that, like, I'd be like, are we using juvie laws or are we using, I mean, should I be, am I being tried as an adult or because, right. you know. <laughs> Anyway, so that, that's that's kind of kind of just a little hint of kind of what we're talking about tonight. A couple main topics. Um, I really wanted to touch. Let's start with the hashtag Me Too movement. Um, th this this kind of came back into my consciousness again from from this article from the Daily Mail. Um, that that basically says that if if you want sex, you got to make sure you get a definite yes. And they're actually trying to pass laws that make it you know so that you have to mandatory say, like mandatory like trying to you know i, I don't i don't understand it if you how romantic want to bring it up on the screen uh -huh. <laughs> so it says uh, if, if you want sex you have to say yes a uh, minister says verbal consent for intercourse must be given prior to act uh new south wales minister uh prue goward says consent must involve a verbal yes it's a responsibility of both in the ask and in the reply. Her statement comes as the NSW government prepares a sexual assault strategy. And the proposed package will involve a suite of reforms and education initiatives. But go. like, who's going to ask? Like she was saying, that's not romantic. Like you just kind of, you know, go into it. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to ask like, hey, unless, you know, I'm like uh, deep into the relationship. Like, hey, you want to have sex? But like not right off the bat, like it's just you kind of ease your way into it, you know. Yeah. So, so first off, look, uh, I mean, it, it I'm takes not, coy not. to a it takes coy to a brand new level, you know, uh -huh. like because you know that <laughs> dance that that whole dance that. Yeah, wanna... <laughs> I don't, I don't like, know that I don't know that with this lady I would be concerned with 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 getting a verbal yes. I, I probably wouldn't even have brought the paperwork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from her. <laughs> Look, Going. listen, listen. New new lovers go between, you know, like they go through a a little dance. You know, you wanna? No, I don't wanna. Okay, you wanna? No, I don't wanna. You know, there's a little thing, and you know what? Sometimes they wanna, sometimes they don't wanna. But it doesn't mean that, like, look, 
it happens when it happens. It happens when it's consented upon. And then, you know, like oftentimes it happens in the moment. And imagine the moment when someone goes, okay, you want to? And then all of a sudden she stops, you're kissing, you're making out, you're touching, you're feeling up and all that stuff. And then she stops and says, before we start, I'm going to sign these verbal, these consent forms here. You have to check mark what it is you're willing to do. I'm going to check mark what I'm willing to do just to make sure it's all look. Put it this way. If you need to sign a consent form with somebody, you probably shouldn't be in the bedroom with them in the first place. So training for frontline sexual assault health workers, anti-harassment lessons for school children, and a $1 million advertising campaign on how to obtain a clear yes are all key focus areas covered under the proposed package. Now, check this out here. Uh, what was I, what was I reading this part? Um, the NSW police received 13,309 incident reports concerning sexual assault throughout 2017, uh, while figures last week revealed a 12% increase in victims in the last year. Now, I, I'm I'm going to uh, maybe let you guys fathom why suddenly they're having a such a steep increase. Twelve percent of twelve percent of people said that somebody raped them when they weren't actually being raped. When they were basically told mm -hmm. by their gender by their gender studies teacher that if they didn't give an affirmative yes, that they were mm -hmm. raped. Or, for example, if somebody held the door open for them and they uh, didn't want to have the door held open for them by this patriarchal male, that it was some sort of micro rape. And then, of course, the statistics use that yeah, as part almost, of their ammunition. That that might be part yeah. of it as well. That, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's almost become a, kind of like a fad, like, oh, me too. Like, me too. Like, it's I don't know. Like when it was cool to be gay, it's like now from I'm sorry, from a girl's standpoint of view, um, it's like it's cool now. Like, oh, well, I have a story like me, too. Just like he was saying, um, you know, things can be misconstrued. And that's I mean, there's a fine line between people being jerks and people genuinely, you know, getting violated, harassed. Yeah. Listen, yeah, listen, there's listen, when you when you go around saying me too about everything and uh, it basically uh, discounts and minimizes the whole idea of actual harassment when someone is harassing you, someone looks at you cross eyed from across the street. It doesn't it's not a me too moment. Somebody looks at you cross eyed. OK, that's not what that's not the spirit of the me too moment and it, uh, of the, yeah. the me too movement. And it honestly negates the entire movement. By going around saying "me too" about everything and everything, right, okay, right. I agree. By by by, by by doing that, you minimize the like the the heinousness of actual sexual harassment when you're using your power to like screw with somebody's life in a sexual way. Like that's mm -hmm. one of those things that you shouldn't do. It's like when someone accuses Trump of being literally Hitler. You minimize every person who was killed in the Holocaust, just like you minimize every person who was genuinely raped. Or, ge or genuinely sexually harassed by claiming me too about absolutely everything. Right, right. Because if somebody if somebody actually did go through a, a pretty traumatic ordeal and they bring it up and, and people are so tired of hearing this hashtag me too, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you too. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like you and everybody else. Oh, it's honestly like- Exactly. I have, um, like I'm over it, but like I've actually been violated like pretty badly in the past. But like, I, I mean- I got over it. And it's not to say that, you know, people, because I still have PTSD, like I'm so paranoid sometimes, but I don't go around saying, you know, me too, me too, because I don't know, it's, it's like he said, it, it does, it, um, it doesn't legitimize it anymore, um, what they're doing. It's it kind of bastardizes it here. Exactly. Here's the thing. You don't want to, you don't want your stuff announced on the daily news and all that stuff. It's like a personal thing. The thing, the, the fact that all these people are coming out with these fake Me Too moments where it's just like, oh, somebody looked at me cross-eyed or like somebody said something rude to me or someone told a off-color joke in my presence, like these all becoming Me Too moments, mm -hmm. like it, it makes people who actually have been violated not want to come out, okay? It actually hurts the people who they say they're trying to help. But in the, in the age where, where the best thing you can be is a victim, why why won't people like you know like listen if you're in this age you're either a victim or an oppressor so if you have an opportunity to become a victim then that means that you have the opportunity to not be an oppressor because you're one of the uh -huh. other how about hashtag i'm not a victim 
Yeah, right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because because that's actually what you're what you're doing is you're you're putting yourself in this victimhood mentality, and it's really hard. I'm like, right. there's nothing more disempowering than constantly viewing yourself as a victim, as this helpless. Like, I can't control anything. I can't do anything about my situation. It's like, no, you got to be on the opposite end of that. You know, yes, I'm sure some real heinous shit happened to you. But you can't sit there and keep dwelling on it and looking at yourself as a exactly victim. like be empowered, take it, take charge, take control, um, do the, you know, take training if you need to, to make sure you can defend yourself, make sure you're taking steps to make sure it doesn't happen again. Get you know, a have gun. Mace in your purse or whatever the case yeah. you have to do. Um, you're absolutely right. Um, a lot of people, a lot of different groups right now, like they're, that's what they're doing. They're perpetuating their own victimhood, the victim mentality. It's kind of like, you know, random high minds, hive minds that they have. And I think it's all a part of a, um, I don't know, a psyop maybe, but um, they're definitely victims of their own circumstances. I mean, like it's all in their head. So a Anthony from the comments, Fred uh, Fantony 23, he says a uh, hashtag is the pound sign. So technically it's pound me too. <laughs> pound me <Yep>. too. <laughs> pound me too. That's true. Oh. The opposite effect of the actual. You're, you're, you're uh, just begging for it. You're begging for it. That's terrible. That's terrible. that. <laughs> Oh, that's why I, that's why I didn't invite him to the show tonight. He's so he's so wrong. He's so wrong. At any rate, uh -huh. yeah. So so all those might be really good reasons why the uh, incidents have gone up in Wales in South Wales. Um, I did do a little research and I and I because I was just out of curiosity. I looked at the consensus numbers at South uh, for South Wales. And would you would you know? If, nothing in there. Uh, would you know that the actual rates of Muslim language speakers has gone up and the rates of Islam religion have also gone up recently? That and doesn't surprise me. Obviously, correlation does not equal causation. I am very well aware of this. But, I mean, we can look in many, many situations where this has been the case, where a very restricted and very op oppressive culture comes to a less oppressive culture, the West, and they lose their damn minds. You know, they go from, you know, their women are all covered up to all of a sudden I can see damn near everything. Girls are going around in bathing suits and shit and they just lose their minds. I'm, I'm saying that that's definitely could be part of the reason why the rape statistics have gone up so sharply within the last year or so. What do y'all think about that? I would say imagine my shock. <sighs> Listen, Muhammad was a rapist. Muhammad was a rapist. Muhammad was a pedophile. Like the entire movement of, of Islam was solely based on Christianity and Judaism. There would be no Islam if there were no Christianity or Judaism. Islam was made for the specific fact of eradicating Christians and Jews. When they were trying to destroy Israel, when all these Muslim countries were ganging up to destroy Israel, they said, we'll first take Saturday, Shabbos, and then we'll take Sunday church on Sunday. They said, first, we're going to take Israel, then we're going to take America. That's their goal. The goal is imperialism. Sorry. Like that's, it's, it's embedded in the philosophy. It's embedded in, you know, Islam isn't a religion. It's a political philosophy. Leftists like to use Islam as a cover for this religious freedom, of course. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of the, the evil blend of both really. It's, it's, it is a religion, but it is also a political ideology and a political system. And that's the part that seems to keep being, getting left out in the conversation. But yeah. I, I just I was just curious because I didn't know if, if Australia was dealing with um, new waves of uh, refugees coming into their country right now. I had no idea. So I was just curious about the numbers. So if you go and look at the consensus numbers, you can kind of see the uh, changes that have happened recently. And it's very possible that's part of what explains the the. Uh, 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 here, let me here, let me look it up. Hang on. Let me look it up. Islam, it says Islam is a religion of peace here. Oh, oh sorry, my bad. You're right, you're right, you're right. I digress. <laughs> I stand corrected. Um, so check this out here. Uh, I think we're done with that article. Let me see here. What are the age consent laws in the world? So this was an interesting one for me. I just want to show you guys this right here. Um, I was looking up different age consent laws in different countries. Different countries. Uh, it says the, uh, the lowest age of consent in the world is 11 in Nigeria. The age oh. of consent is 12 in the Philippines and Angola and 13 in Burkina Faso, Comoros, Niger, and Japan. So, But America has a rape culture, so oh, none of that matters. It's better. It gets better. Additional. Additionally, several Middle Eastern and African countries have no legal age of consent, but 
They ban all sexual relations outside of marriage. This has raised concern by many international organizations, especially in some countries where girls are married at, as young as nine or ten years old. Yeah, I was actually looking it up um, earlier. Um, in the United States, there are only three three states that actually have an age of consent from sixteen and above um, for marriage. Anything else like is game basically like the um, I think it's 12 is the minimum, but you can get still married at the age of 12 here in the United States. Oh. I don't know. That was shocking to me. Everywhere in the country? No, no, not everywhere. Um, uh, yeah, there's three states that based, yeah. based on this uh, map of the world here. And and just just to be clear, this is not a flat Earth. This is a round globe for anybody who's wondering. <laughs> and um, it, it it did not surprise me when I saw the dark red areas um, for the must be married that also happen to be clustered around Middle Eastern and Muslim heavy nations. Also seems to be centered around the Trump travel ban type areas of the world as well. Very heartbreaking, actually. And we're, we're wondering how in the world can we bring these types of beliefs and ideologies into our. I know what's so heartbreaking that it's going to have an effect on the overall culture that we currently have. What's so heartbreaking is that our nine year olds won't be exposed to like the beliefs of a fourth century pedophile. That's the heartbreaking thing, right? You know, like, I mean, why should our nine, why should our nine-year-olds have the security of knowing that they're not going to be raped and molested by some strange, like, douchebag in a beard with a big, I'm sorry about you. I'm, I'm not. That's a, that's a good question. Present company notwithstanding. I, I, I wish you weren't so serious. I, for a second there, I thought you were being so <laughs> really thought you were being sarcastic no 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 like the travel ban the way it was made the way it was made out to seem was like it was a muslim ban and you know what some people would be more comfortable with that a lot of people were you know like it's not a muslim ban muslims from all around the world can still get here it's just a ban on these countries where well that's an easy it's it's, it's really an easy well, just banning a few countries just say you know what our borders are closed for right now to straighten this out. How about what's a big deal? Like we're you. just trying to clean up shop. We have to honestly, we have to clean up here before. I don't even know why people are um, you know, bitching about, you know, let's let's clean up other other places. Like we have to start here first. How are we gonna, you know, I mean, where are this is our responsibility. We don't have we're not responsible for anybody else. They should have fixed their own shit a long time ago. Well, wow. it does, I mean, if, if you're thinking about this in a rational, you know, at a rational level and you're looking at those facts, then yes, that makes perfect sense that we need to go ahead and clean up this first. Problem is the left is not interested in actually helping people. They're interested in in keeping power. That's that's really the only driving force here. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when yeah. you're driving for power, you got to make sure you stay voted in. Well, what's happening is they're needing they're needing these immigrants to come in to become a, a voting population to increase their numbers so that they can maintain their hold on power. If that makes any sense. No, absolutely. That's that's exactly what they're doing. That's why, like we, as you know, logical people, um, that's why we have to be the proponents of um, truth and try. I don't know if we can at this point because there's so many liberals. Just they're just so far off, and I don't know where. Uh, they're they they're brainwashed. They're uh, rabid. So I want to I want to move into that particular topic. I think this has more to do with the hashtag walk away movement that we're seeing right now. And it was pretty interesting because I, I was doing a little research on this and an article came out on the 2nd of July from the Washington Post that says that, uh, let's see. Yeah, from the Washington Post, uh, they say as as the Internet fragments our understanding of what it means to go viral has become complicated complicated and increasingly meaningless. A hashtag claiming to capture a movement among liberals has gone viral, in this case almost exclusively on the right-wing internet, as a reinforcement of one of its binding ideas. There's little actual evidence to suggest that hashtag walkaway represents a mass conversion of millions or even thousands of Democrats to the Trump train. Now, it's, it's interesting that they wrote the article because... Um, 
<laughs> it just reminds me of of the of election night when five minutes up to the actual vote ca- uh, the actual count that Hillary was ninety eight percent chance of winning. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're writing this article saying, oh, this hashtag walk away it, it means nothing. Don't don't worry about that. The Washington Compost. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, wow. and, and, they're, and then they're and then they're saying and then they're going on to say, well, you know, what's it really mean to go viral? You know that what's it really mean? That's th- this isn't really viral. It's not really having an impact. And and the funny thing is, is I, I, I'm I'm looking at like Facebook groups that uh, that I've joined where thousands of people have joined these Facebook groups and they're telling their stories about how they've left the left, how they left mm-hmm. the Democratic Party. Not so much that they changed their ideas necessarily it's just that i can't they've they're like hey these guys are crazy they've gone way too far like it's it's like this right. movement to try it's to come hijacked. my my mom has a very has her own story because she's going through some of this stuff right now as we speak we're yeah, literally I, in the middle of some stuff with uh with friends and family i that, definitely wanted to oh god definitely want to hear it, yeah I definitely wanted to get into that. So if, if you wouldn't mind, um, just give us a little background on what's what's been going on with you and, and kind of basically your walk away story, so to speak, if you don't mind, Miss Ellen. Well, actually, <clears throat> actually, the we're I'm sort of right in the middle of a, of a hurricane and a, this swelling of people like rising up and wondering what's wrong with me. Um, and. Uh, I'm Why just, are they wondering what's wrong with you, though? I don't know. I mean, um, I'm trying. You know what? I've I've gone online. I've gone on on Facebook several times, and I've expressed my uh, deepest thoughts and feelings about how I want people to try to talk to each other. I want people to stop slinging shit and names at each other. It's so not productive. It's so mean and cr- and cruel, and we're losing. Uh, we're lose everybody everybody's losing the argument for the for the for the rabid way that people are treating each other and that's been my whole platform is let's just be nice you know i mean we don't we can all we all have a right to our opinions we all have a right to believe what we want and we can be i i feel like i can be anywhere on the spectrum i i please in terms of depending on the issue and that's how i deal with my politics is by the issue i don't want to be put in a box under any circumstance but i find myself uh, isolated from a lot of my friends who are very, very liberal and I more power to them. You know, they have every right to believe and think what they want, but don't get in my face if I don't agree and don't call me names. People are, are throwing out names that are, that are, uh, uh, that are obscene. You know, when, like Brett said earlier, when people use words like, you know, you're a racist and, and, uh, and, and Trump is like Hitler and, and, uh, and the, uh, the, and the, yeah, and the, and the, um, immigration situation now it's like, uh, this concentration camps. And I'm thinking how utterly, utterly insulting is that to the people who were truly, truly victimized and brutally treated and, and killed during the war and, actually in the concentration camps to compare something like that to what's going on now just is beyond me. And they don't, they don't, people don't get it. And of course there's still deniers, you know, there's still Holocaust deniers, which blows my mind. So you had the audacity to suggest that maybe we can think for ourselves and maybe we should communicate better with each other. Yes. There's a really, you monster, you are a monster. I don't like, I, I can't even look at you right now. That's, I can't, (laughs) Right. I'm thinking we're we're just gonna have to wrap this up pretty quick. Ma, I am losing my cool right now. I'm just kidding. about ma ma. Tell them tell them about the the um, right to try the whole issue okay, about my, right my, to try. Doug uh, Brett's father and my, my husband was a hemophiliac and he contracted HIV third over thirty years ago. Um, when he was dying and on his deathbed, practically there were there were drugs that were available. Um, but the FDA had not approved them and given credence to them. So basically, uh, for all the time that it took for it to become available, it was too late for Doug and he died in our home. Um, and so Trump recently, Trump recently um, signed a law into law, the right to try that people who are on their deathbed or who are dying can have a right to the drugs that are either being tested or, you know, that they can oh, wow. make a decision themselves. I mean, what, what do they have to lose? So I put that out on Facebook, told the whole story, gut-wrenching story of my husband and, you know, he died and it was, it was a painful death. And, and 
all my liberal friends did was was sling shit about Trump. They said, "How could how could you?" I I use the word I applaud Trump. Uh, Absolutely, I applauded Trump for what he did, and now people will be able to be on their deathbed and maybe get some help, maybe get a few more months of life. We, you know, if if Doug had gotten the medicine in time, who knows that he couldn't have had another six months with his children? They were two, four, and six years old. Brett was six years old when he died. They never got I'm to sorry. know him. So here I am spilling my guts and, and and opening up my heart to everybody and saying we've got to. And all they could think of was how how could you say anything nice about Trump? How could you? And he didn't write the bill. You know, he didn't write the law. Well, no, he residents don't write, write laws. They sign them. I said he signed it into into law. That means that the FDA is in some form obligated to let people try those drugs. And so that's one one of many incidents. And then I went online also to say, I'm not going to be a hater. I'm not going to let you turn anyone turn me into a hater. If you believe something and I don't agree, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to call you names. And I went on and on and on. And of course, my rabid liberal friends just, you know, ran, you know, shotgun. <laughs> they, lamba they lambasted you because you were not vocal enough about hating Trump. All right, it's not good enough that you just stay stay quiet. You have to actively go out there and hate hate on Trump. You have to discount everything he says. And if you're not, if you don't, uh, if you don't, uh, if you're not as rabid as they are, they think that something's wrong with you. They they question your mental faculties. They think you're the crazy one. I've lost many friends, unfortunately, and it. Not only when I was waking up, so to speak, um, because your your mentality it, it changes. You're right. Um, you get more um, uh, you you gain more empathy and you relate more. Um, you just look at things differently, and it's a sad state right now that you can't even tell your heartbreaking story um, without getting without getting you know backlash for Trump of all things. It. Was that one of the like, first uh, major instances you you kind of had where you had that backlash? Like, was, I, mean, I, I can't imagine you expected that to be the response. Well, well that one well, for her, she, he's talking to you, but I'll say mm -hmm. that we that she and I had a conversation before she went out with this whole right to try thing. And she said, like, we were already having these conversations. The liberals were already going nuts. You could already see everyone had Trump derangement syndrome. And she's like, okay, well, you know what? Like, she's trying to, she's still trying to reason with them. So, like, that was her attempt to reason with them. Right. And she said, like, before she posted that, she's like, how can anybody not get on board with this? How can anybody oh, not get on board with this right to try? There, you're typing it up, and before you hit that that magic send button, you're going yeah. back over it, going, okay, there's it, it, right. everything right. looks good, everything looks. There's nothing they can attack me for. This is a great story. <laughs> and they found something. And, and they mm -hmm. found something. It's unbelievable. It's mind-blowing. Just mind-blowing. And, and I don't know if you want to talk about what happened in the last day or two, but that's pretty big, if you if you ask me. Because there's all sorts of articles going out. Well, if your husband supports Trump or if your wife supports Trump, well, it's time to break up. <laughs> yeah, th yeah, this is definitely not a <laughs> story that's happened lately. I've, I've heard quite a few of them. You're, you're more than welcome to share if you'd like. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. I say, I say go for it. This is the same. Oh, the internet. Uh, yeah, the internet. <laughs> just, oh, sure. <laughs> just so we're clear, remember, this is the show where you come to lose Facebook friends. I mean, dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trust me, she lost like, she lost like 10 Facebook friends today just because yeah. of this shit that happened. Uh, uh, my, uh, my friend Anthony's watching right now, he, he and he did say thank you for sharing your story, by the way. He, he, he really oh. And, um, yeah. Oh, I got a still, lot of them. I got that, a lot. We're still that, uh, working on a. We're still working on a full-on walk away thing. Okay, so. that, that's all good. That's all good. It takes time. It takes time. But um, basically, uh, you know, there are, I have had people contact me uh, during some of the the uh, rants, you know, and and the threads that have that have come up uh, that I've posted, who have been so afraid to come out that they 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 uh, text me text me privately to say, you know, because they are conservative. And they're afraid because I, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm in a community of very, very liberal uh, people who we write songs. And I, I wrote a song called "By My Silence" that now everybody is throwing up in my face. Like, how could you write a song like that or sing a song like that and 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 not 
you know, hate Trump and all this stuff. And I said, you know, I, and, 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 and the point is I am, I am, the song was, was uh, inspired by Martin Niemöller who wrote uh, the famous words first they came for the communists and the, and I didn't speak out and on and on and on. And when finally, you know, because I didn't speak out when they came for me, there was nobody left. Right. So um, I wrote this song. It's gotten a lot of notoriety and uh, they're throwing it in my face. And I say, you know, I'm doing exactly what my song says. I'm speaking out and I'm thinking, where are these people's brains that they can't see that? Because I am a, not a supporter. Um, of their of their philosophy and of their way of thinking and that makes me you know a bad person so and, I, try, and I, I, I have agree. some kind of empathy for these people because uh, honestly i i truly believe that most people are in their hearts good people and they really want the best and they want to they, they want to help people i don't think liberals are inherently evil i think they're just propagandized and stupid i mean that that's <laughs> they've been constantly hammered with this 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 story this narrative that trump is the evil evil man in evil evil shoes yeah. and you all must hate him or else or you and, 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 yeah, but you got to break free. I mean, like, uh, at some point, they just gave up their, you know, the, the right to their mind, the key to their, their mind. And they just went along with this, these narratives. And it's just, I don't know. Um, uh, to me, it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I think a lot of, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think that most of them are a bunch of lemmings that are following the, the lemmings uh, on their path to uh, exploding heads. <laughs> right. When you, when you come up in a situation or, or a system that doesn't teach you how to think critically, uh, doesn't teach you how to question the narrative, doesn't teach you how That's to uh, question authority, and, and then and then you also are raised in a situation where um, parents are like this this uh, authoritarian style kind of bullshit. Like I am in power and you are the little people. It, it it's like the, it sets up this position where people are just automatically uh, taken with power they just kind of just give into it like okay well they, the, the government says i have to do it so i have to do it the the news says this is true so it must be true they they don't really think they don't they don't they're not independent no and they don't i think i think also what um what people need is um to clear all their old baggage because all this uh this violence it's it's coming from somewhere because i i've never seen so much hatred for this random shit, um, just illogical to me, shit that you know they get so um, they get so worked up about, and I think I think it stems from somewhere. I think that they need to start clearing their own hearts prior to you know. Funny you and say then, that's funny you say that. I hate to cut you off, but check this out. I actually heard this. Uh, I heard this on a an episode of the Malcolm Gladwell's show. Um, I can't remember what it's called. What's it called? Uh, brain fart. Something. Revisionist history, the revisionist history podcast with Malcolm Gladwell. And he's, he's very liberal um, in his beliefs uh, when I listen to him, but he does have some elements of truth. And he was talking about a completely different story, but I pulled this little clip out because it reminded me exactly of what you were just talking about, Vanessa. Um, let me play this clip for you guys. It's about a minute long and just get your thoughts made no sense that there was oh sorry pause it for a minute sorry pause it for him just just for some no some context just for some context uh, he's talking about a story where uh, a bunch of school children got sick in india and um they ended up deciding it was it was the coca-cola the crate of coca-cola that got him sick and um that, that's they ended up having to pull off like 300 million or a, a fit ton of coca-cola out of the area and they were just trying they, they couldn't figure out what the hell was making these kids sick and that's what they centered on so let me go ahead go ahead and play that it made no sense that there was poisoning by a single same agent after looking into it Nemery and his colleagues concluded that the crisis was an example of what's known as a mass sociogenic illness what used to be called mass hysteria People had real symptoms. They were nauseated and vomiting and dizzy. And the initial batch of Coke served at the school in Bornham was a bit off. But the Coke didn't poison them. There was no actual connection between their sickness and the thing they thought made them sick. In the medical literature, there are countless cases like this. A group of people linked by some shared anxiety come to believe they have been exposed to something malevolent.
Wow. And the scary thing is that when you're in the middle of a sociogenic outbreak, when you're vomiting and running a fever after drinking your can of Coke, you have no idea. None of the cause of your illness is all in your imagination. All right here. Wow. All right here. That was powerful. I heard that and I'm like, man, that's on point. Like the exact hysteria we're seeing today with this, this Trump derangement syndrome is what it, the, the it right really is. Want to call it. It's exactly what's going on. I, I think it's, it's mass sociogenic illness. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You look outside, no one's getting hunted down by the cops. Gays aren't getting strung up. Blacks aren't being re-enslaved. Nobody is going, you know, like you barely see anybody on the street. You Not in the U.S. Any anyway. You don't see any more people on the street than you used to, okay? None of this has to do with Trump. All of this is a complete, like, it's a complete fabrication. And this is one of the things that I use. I, I use, And I'll tell you something. The Socratic method works now more than it ever did because liberals don't even attempt at answering your questions now. I'm sorry. Liberals are liberals. You ask them your questions. You say you use the Socratic method. No, they'll they'll call you a racist and say no, no, no. It's to the point where they'll call you a racist. You say okay, name one racist thing that I said, and they'll say I'm not falling for this. I'm not all the time. Interview is over. Interview over. Like exactly. No, you made the racist. Back it up. No, because that's the thing. They'll say things like, oh, Trump has made so many lies and everything that he says is racist. Like, name okay, one. name one thing. Hey, that, that's when you, that's when you look at him and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't want to be a racist. Please, please. Help me figure out what the hell I am. I get called a racist all the time because of my stance on the whole immigration. I'm Mexican. Like, I get called. It's really? ridiculous. Well, here's and I'm I get called a How ironic. It's ridiculous. However, for starters, white people don't have a monopoly on racism. Okay, that's that's like a human frailty. Dude, dude, only whites can be racist. You don't have to have a monopoly. It's just truth. You just are the ones that can. Exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing is, and I would love to get back to like I know we never got heard it from my mom, but like I would love to hear about what happened over the last couple days because that's real. Yes, that's some real. Like honestly, it's it's pretty nefarious. Yeah, let's let's throw down with that. Uh, start with uh, square one, I guess. Well, it's, it's kind of personal, but it became public. Um, yeah, not you, not by you, not, not by, by you. Me. you. You did not make it public. Why don't, just like, why don't you tell us? Okay, <laughs> Brian. I mean, okay. are you? Are right, you not Brian? Brian isn't his name. Don't name. His name is yeah, Sam. No, no names, no places. His name I'm isn't Brian. His name is Stop Sam. It. Stop Mr. it. Mr. B. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, okay. no, no, no names. No need to call. Been with a guy. Been with a guy for twenty years. This is a sickness. Been with a guy. We don't identify guy for twenty. All right, I'll, I'll just the bullet points. Been with a guy for twenty years. She's had sons who have always been outspoken. My brother and I are very outspoken. We always have been. Our beliefs have changed over the years. As we have gotten older, we have become more conservative and less liberal. Okay, and, and but one of the constants throughout our whole lives. Thankfully for my mom is that always be true to yourself and always say what you think and say what you mean, mean what you say and go out there in the world and be a good a force for good in the world. That has always stuck with us. And and she never tried to fill in the blanks for us. She let us fill in the blanks for ourselves. So when we became conservative, a whole bunch of her friends got a little bit upset, got a little bit weird. My mom, the lady who you see before you, she wasn't as cooperative at the time but my brother and i took her advice that she gave us and we went forth with our own opinion using our mental faculties as our standard of you know understanding the world way to go we mom forth with our beliefs that's, that's what my mom did as well just let us yeah. let us figure it out on our own yeah. exactly yeah. and ultimately we started my mom and my brother and i were best friends me my mom my brother and my sister we are a unit we are a unit and we love each other unconditionally. And when I came forward no without what kind of racist beliefs you have, right? Exactly. No matter how right, no matter how many babies I personally lock in cages, right? Okay. She'll help right. you bury them. Oh, that, that's the mark of a great mom. <laughs> so, yeah. Son, I disagree. Oh, yeah. Miss Ellen. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> like, like Brett, I disagree with you killing and, and, and murdering these babies, but I'll, <laughs> I'll help you bury them. Just, you know, listen, the best place to bury them is out back behind the tree. <laughs> I love you. I'm prepared for this. She's awesome. She's the best. She's the best. And we butt heads. Don't get me wrong. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We butt heads and it's been a long road from the time that I be, listen, I came out, I walked away when it was not popular at all. When there was no walk away movement, when there was no net to catch you on, I lost my friends. I lost my family members without any, without anyone to hold. I was just, you have to go on it by yourself. I went, I did. I went, I went it alone and I was a long road trying to get my mom to like jump on board. And little by little, inch by inch, like with patience and time, she started to see some of the things that I was talking about. And we started to come on some more even ground. And the more even mm -hmm. ground we came on, the, the more her friends and family started to be like, what's wrong with you, Ellen? What's the matter with you? Are you turning to the dark side with all these like Star Wars metaphors? Like, have you like joined uh -huh. up with Darth Vader now? Like all of a sudden you're not listen. everything we <laughs> now listen. What's wrong with you contextually all of my mom's friends have no idea the ongoing conversation we've had over the years so when i post something on her facebook they have no idea that we just talked about that and that i'm just letting her know fast forward to a couple days ago okay she's mm -hmm. with this guy for 20 years okay yeah. he is a he is a hardcore liberal my brother told me that in a conversation between them that he admitted to being a communist oh, okay that he admitted to being a communist. Okay. I and he's against have reservations about communism. Way okay? less people than communism. All right, get to the story, Brett. The story is <laughs> okay. Look, a little background information is necessary. Okay. I understand, but I'm getting the bullet points. Okay. Yesterday, Brian, who had Brett. Tom, Sam, 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 sorry. <laughs> okay. I love you, Sam. Sam, Sam sorry, Brian, sorry, sorry, Sam. Not funny. Okay, Sam, <laughs> Sam basically said on his Facebook, okay, he started saying things like, he basically tagged my mom in a post and said, How, when does your song actually mean anything? By my silence, I give my consent. You are complicit, basically, here's, I'm paraphrasing, you are complicit with children being locked up and Trump... You know, you know, shirking all of our allies and making nice with all of our enemies and all this stuff. You, you are responsible in public, on Facebook, in front of all their friends, all their liberal friends, basically where he knew it would be a mob to freaking come after her and be like, wait a minute. No, we can never support Trump under any circumstance. Ever. In other words, instead of just walking across the house to talk to her about a an issue that he had with her politics, he went out on Facebook and basically incited a mob to come after her about. And, and here's the here's the kicker. Equivalent of like saying she's a witch. She's a witch. Here's the kicker. She never said anything about supporting Trump other than that whole right to try thing. Yeah, yeah, like okay, it, like it's like you can hate the guy and then like think, okay, well, he did a couple things that. Like, I, like what's wrong with that? Hell, hell, you can. I'm sure you can come up with a list of ten nice things to say even about Hitler. I mean, he wasn't a hundred percent evil. I mean, he did. I'm sure he that's, was a hell of an orator. That's true. Yeah, he was an orator, right? Yeah, he was good at that speeches. Uh, well, that's what I'm stuff. saying. Is like like Obama was a good orator. I wouldn't even imagine. I wouldn't even imagine the news coverage of Hitler back in the day was like ninety percent of negative coverage the way it is with. Like, sorry, go go ahead and keep keep going with your story. How, how did you handle it, McDowell? Like, uh, how did she handle that? I've, honestly, I've been crying the last two days, solid, because I, I believe that anybody would um, betray. Set betray. I felt very betrayed, and um, I don't think that he understands how what he did he can't if he does if he doesn't if he does then that's bad if he just sort of spontaneously you know uh felt the need to to hang me out to dry so to speak i was shocked because it just of how it, it felt uh it felt cruel and and uh, unkind and it wasn't 
and it's not me, you know, it's not who I am. I'm, I've been proposing nothing, but let's get along in peace. And, and uh, you know, let's agree to disagree. I wrote a song recently called Peaceful Activist, which um, they love. That's the interesting thing is that they inspired the song. Uh, my liberal friends who have been, ra you know, ragging and shit slinging. They inspired the song because I am a peaceful activist. I'm not going to call you names. I'm not going to, um, you know, let's find some common ground, right. you know, which there okay, is. So we all want we all want the same things, believe it or not. Absolutely. Know? We all want the three basic things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm just they're saying. So, you know, we're, they're we're they're human so unaware. They're so unaware of their own hatred that they don't see that the song is about them. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And they don't see the, the plight. Like, this is all for humanity. I mean, like, yeah. we're not we're not pushing just, like, an agenda. Um, it's well, all we want is, like, liberation for everybody. Um, everybody yeah. wants the same exact thing. Happiness, love, yes. Yes. peace. That's yes. it. And I'm sure that's what they want. But yes. they've, I don't know why they're going, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around why they they choose they chose the the violent or the harassment or it just doesn't make sense it's not peaceful it, it hurts humanity it does and what's insane it let, let me throw something in here um yeah. just to just to give the benefit of the doubt uh, is is it possible that he's just viewing this as you have fallen out of the boat and he's trying to save you and pull you back into the fold like is is that i mean i i didn't i don't see the context of it i don't know but is that no because he's mean about it Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't really know. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. There's something that you do if you're really concerned about someone that you love is that you talk yeah. to them personally. And if you really, truly think they've got some sort of mental issue that's making them vote for the wrong guy, then yeah. you talk to them personally. You don't air it out on Facebook for all of your friends before you even talk to them. Who, who, is, who is literally across the house from you. You're barely even like 10 feet away, but you're going to reach out to people all around the world to help oh, you, to, to back you up. You're so like, uh, I'm sorry, like I've got a little- How it is. It's a bandwagon thing that he tried I, to- Yeah, he's like, yeah, he basically was like, you see, you see, it's not just me who thinks this, everyone else thinks this too. You see the mob behind me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's forks and torches. So listen, I, I, I right. really do appreciate you uh, being willing to be vulnerable and sharing that story because I think that's going to benefit a lot of people who get get to see this. And, and I'm sure a lot of people have experienced similar things where they're afraid to speak out. They're afraid to say something because they, they kind of inherently know that that's what's going to happen. You know something? The interesting thing about this at the moment is that I'm coming out and speaking about it just like he came out only – I didn't want his name mentioned. However, say his name. I'm just fine. Sam, um, you mean? You mean Sam? Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and, and, and it's not like me to to rag on anybody, but this is very, uh, it's very uh, fresh. The fact I was very, I was very shocked. What? Mom, let me tell you something. What? Mom. <laughs> Brian, sorry, Sam. <laughs> Put this out to all of your friends and all of his friends. Check it you out. You are putting this out to a bunch of people that don't know you and that you don't know. Okay, I'm sorry, but you still make out like a bandit on this. Well, check check this out. I mean, the fact that you, Ellen, are not willing or or not feeling like you you need to air out his name tells me that you are the yeah. kind of person that lives by the values that you put absolutely in that song that you put out you live by those exact values i am absolutely stand by my lyrics i stand by the music and and I, in a way i'm i'm glad that i was inspired to write it because it, it and the interesting thing is like brett says my liberal friends they love the song but they don't know they don't really yeah. recognize and, it and listen if anybody inspired by them if anybody wants to check out her music, I did provide a link in the description for her YouTube channel. She's got Thank some you. there, so please, please be sure to check. You seem like such a beautiful soul. Oh my gosh, I just want to hug her. You seem like a beautiful soul, my daughter. I got to, I got to grow up with her. I got. <laughs> you raised a fine son. I, I, I met him personally, and he's got he's a awesome. hand, he's got a firm handshake, and he's got a great personality. <laughs> I do too. I was there in Nashville when you were there. I don't know why we didn't meet, or maybe we did. I, I, I'm not That's sure. It. I was. I'm kind of shy at first when I meet people too. So I probably just shook his hand and kind of walked away. <laughs> so. I, I really, <laughs> you know, I got to tell you something. I really enjoyed meeting 
all of you, even though you, not you specifically, but all the people that Brett has met. And they are the nicest, kindest people. And when I think about the, what my friends think about people who are conservative and who tr support Trump, they must think they've got, you know, war paint on or something or, you know, swastikas on our chest. Yeah, and they're waving flag, you know, swastika flags or they're, you know, wearing armbands with baby stars on them. God <laughs> You know, I, I just, and some of them, I have one of the, I have a neighbor who is just the most delight. I'm so lucky. We moved to a new, a new house two years ago and I have this wonderful neighbor. She called me today because she knew that I was suffer, you know, sad. And uh, I've had a, and I had a, another call from another friend that saw the post and she said, you know, I, I she says, I, Ellen, I just called to tell you how much I love you. And I mean, I'm, there are people like that out there, you know, and they're, and they are, they are you know, coming up from, from for air and 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 responding to me and telling me how much they they appreciate you know what I do and how I am and all I have done is talk peace, talk kindness, talk. Um, that's all I've done. I mean, that's and and true. what the hell's wrong with that? In this day and age, for some weird reason, peace and kindness. Speaking of peace and kindness, trying to get people to unify, it's it's frowned upon and it's. We're we're, perse we're persecuted for that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's weird. Yes, I could send you, Alan. That's you're well, beautiful. I'd love, I'd love. Brett is producing my my new CD. It's all recorded. We're gonna put it together. And uh, the best place to go would be to my website, um, Ellen ellenbuckstell .com. Okay, um, I will make sure to add that to the description here. And the Who's the Pusher Now video is on the home page. You, you you mind spelling that, Ellen? Ellen, E L L E N B U K S T E L dot com. Dot com. Okay. We'll, we'll definitely make sure to have that in the description Thank here you. in about five seconds because I've got a producer that does that kind of shit for me. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what's awesome about this is <laughs> that we can say shit and piss and all that, and the FCC can't touch us <laughs> I know. What's even more awesome mom is that if he gave birth to his own producer just like you did <laughs> all right yeah she, she took interest in it and she's been helping me out every week and that's and, awesome doing a fine job learning the ropes and just good for her you know, she's willing to learn i'm willing to teach so that's she's good. actually and you're, and you're setting a fine example for her best name on the uh on the description so it'll be there here hold on a minute wait a minute i got my i need some swag we got to promote. Say something. Got so I got disgruntled USA. You can get your leftist tears. 100% Kofefe. You got your <laughs> capitalism right here. Right here. You got your gun flag right well, you're here. You're yeah. to bear arms. The right to bear arms. This got the disgruntled USA. Now this is the bee's knees right here. World microaggression champion. <laughs> We've got the best swag for all the conservative stuff guaranteed to make your liberal heads explode or 100% money back. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> all right, before, before we wrap up, I do have a, a weekly thing that we've been doing every, uh, for quite a few weeks now. Um, my friend Anthony Trawick from Tennessee for Families helps me out with uh, providing a mystery link of the week. Now, this link I have not seen. You guys have not seen. So it's going to be brand new to us live on the show. And, uh, you know, as a benefit of not being governed by the FCC, it can pretty much say whatever we want it to say. And no worries, you know, except for boobs. We probably shouldn't do boobs. Boobs. YouTube frowns upon that. At any rate. So here in just a moment, we will show the mystery link. You can come back to it. It's fine. All right. So we're going to show the mystery link here. And, and I appreciate Anthony from doing that every week for us. So here we go. Y'all ready for this? All right. Uh, this video of a squirrel eating out of a condom sums up 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is going to be good. This you is going to be good. I guess we got to wait for a damn ad it. to play, and then we'll see the video. You got sound? I want to make sure it's on. Not the... Wake me up when the ad is over. Okay. Right, ad's over. That's a used condom. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I hope he's okay. That's Ew. that's a resourceful little guy right there. <laughs> Protein. 
I'm gonna name him Little Kim. Wow. Oh man. It's not clear how the critter got a taste for contraceptives <laughs> or if the condom has been used. Right. Uh, that was a freak. <laughs> right. And again, do you really want to know? <laughs> how long did he hold it? Like, in that's fantastic. It's a pretty large condom. Like, that's the second story of a squirrel we've or had. Or a small here. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can stop now. It's fine. <laughs> I think we've seen enough. Jeez, right? <laughs> Please, no more. <laughs> I'm sending you your mystery link next week, man. Do you, do, you think, uh, do you think maybe that squirrel was like the talk, the talk of his little squirrely tribe? Like, hey, right. this yeah, I got some. I can eat my nuts out of a sack, guys. <laughs> um, I, I, can I make a real quick disclaimer? Sure. Um, I have no idea who would ever even see this post because my my friends probably <laughs> never watch a, a liberal post. I mean, a conservative post, but. If they do, if they I'm have. just shouting out that I really have always loved my friends and I respect that they have different opinion. I don't like the way they behave sometimes. Mm. That's how I feel. And I just want them to know or anyone who, who hears this, this uh, podcast. Man, I, sure, I sure appreciate that. I think this has been a fantastic, fantastic episode. If, if, if you guys, if, if anybody, if you like this show and want to see more like it, just make sure you hit that subscribe button and let me know. Um, also, if you'd like to be a guest, if you have a story to tell, if you have a, a, an interesting take on something or a, a political ideology you want to challenge me on, um, be sure to head over to unframeofmind.com and, and click the Be My Guest button. And just fill out the form, tell me what you want to discuss, and, and we'll make sure to schedule schedule you in. And also, just like Mr. Brett here, um, I've also got a place where you can support the show if, at uh, uh, unframeofmind.com forward slash support. And there's various ways that you can support this show as well if you feel so inclined um i'd like to thank you guys again for coming on and and discussing these stories and and, and discussing these topics these are these are difficult topics to discuss i i understand and i really appreciate the vulnerability and and that's i, I can't even ask for anything better so i look forward to having you all back again if you're if, if you're interested absolutely thank you it's good to meet you all right thank you all it's good to meet you all wow was that not the best idea gasm you've ever had Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles, and get those critical thinking juices flowing.